Welcome to the podcast, Babies Out. Now what? I'm Katha McMaster, a parent, grandmother, midwife, and partner to my husband, Ken. Through these short 10 to 15 minute podcasts, I'll have some very informative guests and we will share tips, information, resources, tools, and much more to help you, your partner, and family welcome your new little human. I hear from many people about their becoming a parent for the first time or adding to their family. There are joys, worries, opportunities, and challenges for certain. The content of these podcasts are not clinical in nature, though we may discuss normal physiological details related to pregnancy, postpartum, breastfeeding, and newborn behavior. Always consult your healthcare provider for assessment and advice if you have any concerns about yourself or your baby. Go to our website, www.babiesout.com, and download the journal with accompanying questions, discussion topics, resources, and tools for your use electronically or as a hard copy. The journal is low cost, but you will find value in it as you consider the topics we are covering. Use it as a guide with your partner. Some of you may wish to have one-on-one discussion time with me or one of my guests. There is a Work With Me tab for registration on the website, www.babiesout.com. Now join me and let's consider Babies Out. Now what? Birth experiences for each woman can vary. Birth experiences may be very challenging and unlike what the birth ideal was. So can the second or subsequent births be different? Today, I'm joined by my guest, Hillary Thompson. Hillary is a postpartum depression survivor and mom of two littles. She's currently working to grow a small business where you'll catch her behind the scenes, crunching numbers, writing emails, asking the real questions, and even scrubbing a toilet or two. Above all, Hillary has a fire for women's health and deep gratitude for those who have gone ahead of her in the legacy of motherhood. I had the honor of being on Hillary's second birth journey, and thank you for joining me today. Hello, it's great to be here, Katha. Thank you for this. What I'd like to talk about today really surrounds the question of how was your first birth experience and what was the outcome for you? And then what happened in your second pregnancy and how did you try and change that journey that when you were pregnant the second time? Yeah, that's a big question. (laughs) So I'll try to go through it. I think for your first birth, it's just difficult to know what to expect. And even though you read about it and you have good support from either your midwife or your OB or your own mom or friends, it's still hard to put all of those words and all of that knowledge into the actual physical experience of birth. And in a way, I think it's kind of impossible. (laughs) Like you can't really know what it's going to be like until you're in it. And um, I think for me in my first birth experience, that's what I found most challenging is, you know, I knew I had a deep sense of my body and that it knew what it was going to do and that I was made for this and I felt very confident in that. But then when birth and labor started to take over, I really felt like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting it to feel like this. And for me in particular, one of those things was everybody was mentioning how the cramping starts around the front and you feel that in your lower abdomen and down your thighs a little bit, kind of that premenstrual cramping, which I think we can all relate to. But for me, it was all back labor. So I didn't even know I was in labor until I had a wonderful friend come over and she was dropping off food and she says, no, honey, you're in labor. Like, what? (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, so right from the beginning, I thought, oh, this was not quite what I expected. But looking back, you know, still in hindsight, you can see that it all went very well on paper. And we were in my home and we were able to stay at home and the midwives came on time and everything logistically ran just as you'd expect. And looking back on my chart notes, it's interesting to read those notes and how it did seem to be going smoothly. But in my mind, during that experience, I really felt like I just had a lot of negative thoughts. I had to make this stop. I don't want to do this. I'm done. I didn't know how long it was going to go on for. And I just, I just felt pretty sideswiped, I guess. I, I never felt scared, like for my life. I remember my midwife kept saying, you're safe. You're doing, you're doing well. You're safe. And I didn't think I was ever unsafe, but I did feel like, ooh, I could be done with this. Like, I'm not enjoying this. This is not what I expected. You mentioned um, trusting your body. And that's really interesting that I find a lot of people don't trust their body and yes. don't say, I think I am capable of this. But yes. then I can see also how in the anxiety and discomfort of the moment of labor, how that becomes, as you're saying, like, uh, no, I could be done with this. I'm finished. And it's yeah. so difficult when you don't know when it's going to end. It yes. could be 20 minutes for one person and it can be 25 hours for another. Yeah. And totally. And I, I, and I didn't allow myself to say those negative thoughts out loud because I thought they would kind of take over. But I actually wonder in hindsight, I mean, I don't know, but in hindsight, if I had said them out loud, then my husband, who is my birth partner, and my midwife team could have combated them and said, no, you can do this and started giving some positive energy into it. So that's one thing that I feel like in that particular birth, I wish I had just said what I was honestly feeling. And then the midwife team and my husband could have helped to be that strength where I didn't have it mentally. Yeah. So that for me, the biggest thing, it was all mental, which is so interesting. Um, and really that power of, yes, you can. And I was someone, like you said, that even had that belief beforehand. So I wasn't nervous going into birth. I really wasn't. I just felt like, you know what? We're going to be okay. I can do this. My body's got this. Yeah. But in that moment, that all kind of went out the window. And I think there was a little bit of me feeling disappointed in myself for not being stronger. But I think labor is such a vulnerable experience that you, you need community for that. Mm. You know, I really believe a woman's not meant to be in labor alone. And whether that's your midwife team or your mom or your husband, your partner or whoever with you, just not meant to do that alone. I think and, that's very uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. And I was mentally doing it alone. And that was naive, I guess. Well, and I think it speaks to not um, the negative side of ego, but the fact that we are individuals and we like to feel that we are capable too. Yes. And in, in a moment like that, what you really need is that surrounding encouragement and support. Yeah, you do. You need that feeling of strong community and strong togetherness. Yeah. But that really did drive me for our second birth to feel like, okay, I still believe I can do this. And I can because it happened, you know, even if it was not quite the experience I expected, it, it, my body still did it. You know, it, it was, it, I mean, that part is amazing. Um, but I did feel like, okay, I need some, I need some help. I need some internal strategy. Um, and I had a friend, uh, one of my best friends who was already two kids ahead of me. 
And she felt kind of a similar experience. You know, the first was a little bit all over the place in regards to the birth. And the second she thought, okay, I, I need a, a different plan <laughs> or a different yeah. idea of how I'm going to cope, a different coping strategy. Um, so she was the one that recommended me a hypnobirthing technique. And I think anybody can say it sounds a bit, you know, it's a bit hesitant. Oh, what, what does that mean? What to expect? And, um, but she was a really trusted friend. So I thought, well, you know what? I don't have anything to lose. So why not? Um, so she had recommended a program called Hypno Babies. And it made all the difference for me, I think. I mean, Kathy, you were there. So you can mm-hmm. attest to whether everything went smoothly and my demeanor during the labor process. But I think the idea there was that with the hypnobirthing, you kind of have that doula support in your ear and in your mind and you prepare yourself for maybe about 10 weeks ahead of time. And so you're listening to a couple audio tracks that give you lots of affirmation and then also give you lots of tools of how to uh, kind of shut down all of the conversation in your head and just allow your body to actually take over and actually do what it's going to do anyways. But in that way, your mind can join your body and say, no, we are doing this and we can do this. And this is beautiful and not scary. And there's just so much more intention behind it. And I think having those audio tracks ahead of time and then during labor really allow your mind to connect to those positive thoughts around childbirth and around your own strength. And it was a night and day experience for me. <laughs> yes, yes. And as your midwife, when I walked in and the, the calm in the house, the calm in you and you're being able to focus inward uh, was amazing. And it was really quite beautiful to watch. And we were very peaceful in between the discomfort of the contractions. And then you were very peaceful in your concentrating on your breathing. and. Um, the rhythm of your body during the contractions. It was really very amazing. It was beautiful. That's definitely a neat perspective, you know, because again, in your own labor experience, you don't, you can't see the other side of it, but it was what I needed. And, and I think we can appreciate that we all need different things and you could still choose hypnobirthing and have uh, an experience that doesn't go as planned. Um, but for myself, it was, It was really a beautiful experience. And I tell people afterwards, you know, um, they say, oh, how was the birth? How did it go? And everybody asks that a bit tentatively. And he said, you know what? It was a really good day. (laughs) It's not a really good day, which is crazy to say that. Yeah, that's great. That's tremendous. That's how you want to be able to remember. And I wouldn't have thought that was possible, you know, after the first one. But, and, and I just, there are certain moments that, I was able to be more present around. I can still remember the light shining through the windows and, you know, just those kind of little things that I think when you're in the chaos of uh, labor, it is hard to take in Uh, with hypnobirthing and allowed me to kind of settle into the experience and really appreciate it. Yeah, it was cool. (laughs) And I guess what some of the people who may be listening to this can take away from this too, is the fact that, you know, when you are surrounded by your community and the people who are supporting you at your birth, that think ahead of time of what kind of environment you do need and you Mm -hmm. do want. Um, Mm -hmm. You had a very peaceful, calm area. Like say the light was shining in the windows. It was as midwives, we were 
coming in to be quiet and respect that space and to make sure whoever you have at your birth does that. Um, to begin early, uh, the, the hypnobirth um, program you followed was about 10 weeks long, but to start early and start to have those positive thoughts around, mm -hmm. I can do this, my body was made for this, and begin to build that trust. Mm -hmm. We're all so busy, sometimes we don't spend the time to say, mm -hmm. I am this strong person and I was made this way and this is what my body was designed to do. Definitely. That doing a program like that forces you to set aside that time to give yourself that strength and to, yeah. Whereas otherwise it does get, that time does get filled up and yeah. And it's before you know it, you're in labor. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And I, I have noticed differences with people who have not done any prenatal yeah. preparation and those who have spent some time investing in that yeah, cool. experience and that, yes, this baby's going to be here forever, hopefully after this, but you still have this experience to go through and it's such a transition point becoming a mother or becoming yeah. a mother for a second time and welcoming this little human into the world. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Very good. Is there anything else you'd like to speak to about maybe how you and your husband joined together in that experience and preparation for the second journey? Yeah, it was actually, I think, you know, it sounds like kind of with the hypno tracks and because you're listening to it uh, during the labor experience that that might be all that you need, but that isn't true either. And I wanted to make sure that people know that um, you still need your partner there and you still need that community support. It's not really a one or the other thing. Um, and I definitely needed, my husband's name is Will. So I definitely needed Will during those contractions and especially during the end coming to uh, the transition phase and coming to the point of being ready to push, you know, those last contractions that are quite heavy. I still need, I needed his hand on my shoulder and I still needed that physical touch and that physical support. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to, <laughs> to need each other. I wouldn't have said that five years ago. <laughs> woman, And I don't need you. And but to be so vulnerable with one another is a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so he had known that I was choosing this hypno program and there was some reading to do. So he had a chance to kind of read about it as well. And there was some separate reading for him as a birth partner. So he had a chance to learn some of his own tools of how to help me while I was um, doing the hypno program. Um, but we both just agreed that it sounded like a great idea and well, again, that we had nothing to lose by trying it. And um, yeah, so we had made that decision together as well. And he had done some of his own looking into it before we both agreed. Yeah, I think this is a, good, a really good idea. Um, yeah, but I'm lucky. I've got a, a good guy on my team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Super. Well, I'd like to thank you for your time today, for being so authentic and sharing so honestly about your experience. I'm sure this will be very helpful to other people and their um, birth journeys as uh, they move through their lives and welcoming their new babies into their families and doing the transition to motherhood and enriching their families' lives, we hope. Yeah, I hope so too, Katha. Thank you yeah. for inviting me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Babies Out. Now what? Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast below and check out the show notes. 
Let us know what questions and topics you're thinking about or what great ideas you have. We'd love to feature these on future podcasts. As a reminder, the contents of these podcasts are not meant for clinical advice, though we may discuss normal physiology and other details related to pregnancy, postpartum, breastfeeding, normal newborn behavior, and more. Always consult your healthcare provider for assessment and advice if you have any concerns about yourself or your baby. Visit our website at www.babiesout.com and download your personal journal. Please join me for the next episode of Babies Out, Now What? Thank you.